Hello, ladies and gentlemen, guys, gals, and other pals. Welcome to Shadow Running on Empty, where we fill your pretty little noggins with some good, good, juicy lore. But before we do that, we're going to fill your ears with some velvety vibes and smooth tones. I'm Captain Cozy, and I'm joined by Austin. I just, I don't, I don't even know how to follow that up. Uh, yep, that's, that's me. I'm the velvet. Um, but you, you know, you know, the satin is really mm. what brings this whole ensemble together. And where would yep. we be without our dear So Easy Mode GM extraordinaire? How you doing tonight, Easy? Well, uh, oh gotta my. bring the satin. Oh. So great to be here with you guys once again to oh. talk about some lovely lore. I got Jesus. the papers. I'm just a car southern belle. Make sure that you put that explicit tag on this episode. Dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> For real. Uh, I got I, satin. I, he said satin, but that was smooth. We're, we're bringing back the, the after dark already. <laughs> oh, we're yeah. Like, it never left, baby. We're, we're, we're two minutes into this episode, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Put your big boy pants on and start that Shadowrun smooth jazz. Huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, satin daddy, you got it. <laughs> Snuggle anyway. up with your favorite Decker and jack <laughs> your ears into this episode because oh we're going in deep. Jack your ears. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Ah, who doesn't love Shadowrun After Dark? And it's after dark when we record. So obviously, Whoa. A- apropos. Ap- <laughs> apropos After Dark. <laughs> Again, the peek behind the curtain for the okay. mysterious forces. Literally, I just checked and I was <laughs> oh, like, man. yeah, the sun's definitely down. So he's right. Dude. He's got me. Okay. This Checkmate. Is another tangent. What company? We don't have those. We were talking about After Dark <laughs> and I don't know why my brain went here, but which megacorp, if any, would fund the most pornography? Horizon. Oh, oh Aries. Actually, Aries. No. Aries. Oh, no. All Americans. Bro. Come on. Horizons, they're set up in the land of sin in LA and California. Come Bro, on. Aries is as American as, as apple yeah, pie. Brother. And Hell that yeah. apple pie <laughs> is going to get fucked because it's America. <laughs> that so. Aries is AAA, all American amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. So, to, uh, to be 100% fair on that, there would probably be three corporations that really dip into that industry. I could probably see oh, Aries nice doing three-way it. is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I'm menage a trois over here. And I will. <laughs> uh, I could see Aries doing it because they grabbed up a lot of um, like tele- telecoms and telecommunications early on when mm, they started yeah. out. So could see that. Horizon, definitely 100%. Uh-huh. You've got somebody that's on the forefront of SimSense technology and you're telling me that they're not making porn with it? Bull. Yeah. well and also isn't horizon if i'm not mistaken aren't they also like the super like meta positive megacorp as well that's evo oh that's evo i that's mean evo. so is evo number three because i uh, feel like evo's got a pretty you know, good audience my guy <laughs> you know you know i would uh-huh. have to throw it up into a tie between evo and uh-huh. as technology okay that's fair okay just because as technology has the PR department to pull something like that off in a, in a way that's like positive as technology's first video release would definitely be called blood for the blood God though. Right. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, no. God. 
and you know content to be determined mm. but uh we have a working title Booty panthers <laughs> no Booty way you, you guys are missing it you're missing it it's okay. so blat it's blatantly simple as uh, technology jungle fever oh i was gonna say <laughs> if you want interracial go evo but you know whoa, whoa. <laughs> i was gonna say interspecies but yeah i, I mean, was gonna go was, oh was you're gonna right go when i said interracial that was weird <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, was so weird i'm sorry <laughs> i had to bring race into this i was like no nah, man i'm i'm pretty sure that's the tagline for aries if i'm not mistaken <laughs> I love this show. Boy, this is a fantastic <laughs> show. This is so a great speaking show. of that, hey, Izzy, oh, yeah. what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> well, Segways are weird. It's a weird segue, but uh, we are talking about a corporation, so I guess that works. <laughs> Getting there. So you you know which company would probably not be involved in the distribution and creation of adult video pornography? <laughs> Easy. Who are we talking about tonight? There we go. Master the segue. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, one, Seder Krupp would probably be on that. I, I don't see the Great Dragon making a whole lot of, you know. You know what? Smut. Oh, bro. The Great Dragon is a great name for a porn. In <laughs> <laughs> oh, like... oh no. To... I don't know, man. Like maybe, maybe like a porn biography. How come um, that's never been made? Where <laughs> give me porn biopics? We, we oh have another God. podcast in the wings. Okay, <laughs> we can talk about that there. It's fine. Anyway, oh, so God. anyway, the corporation will actually be speaking about tonight since we so recently uh, talked about the land of the rising sun in Japan with the Japana Corps and all the big major corporations. We're going to talk about a little known mega giant of a corporation called Mitsuhama Computer Technologies, also known as MCT. I know you guys are super excited. Woo! MC sorry, <laughs> I, I, sorry, I missed it. Sorry, I, I, I forgot acronyms. We're supposed to get hype with acronyms. Uh, yeah, hype with acronyms. Yeah. Uh, so one of the reasons that we're diving into MCT is it's actually not, there's not a whole lot on Mitsuhama. It's very hard to dredge up some of this information when I was doing like the the lore lookup. There they did a lot with it in 5th in edition, but in I feel like in 3rd edition there wasn't a whole lot and 4th mm. edition 3rd and 4th edition they were kind of just there. When did they come around like in the timeline? So the start of their history, which we will go ahead and dive into right now. Why not? Well, it's perfect. You have to go all the way back to the time before the Ceratec decision, which was giving corporations more power. Mm -hmm. So now we're not even in the 2000s. We're back in the late 90s. That was a time that that was a time that never existed. Nobody was alive in the <laughs> No one was alive back then. How could you possibly know this? <laughs> So in the late 90s, the world's economy is in the toilet. And you're experiencing oh, one of the largest recessions. Know? Go on. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I've told you numerous times. I know. I know. Imitates life 
Mirror's life is just Predicts life like that is it, you it, know it, it, yeah it should that's, that's shadow basically... running on empty your futuristic prophecy podcast <laughs> no i'm just saying shadow run in general shadow runs tagline as a module should be imitates life mirrors life predicts life like that <laughs> yeah just... that's, that's what jesus, I'm saying. jesus christ dude they're they're like them and the simpsons man i don't know what fucking soothsayers they've got on I, the writing teams but i don't know the fasfa team that was writing for this back in the the late 80s into the early 90s had their pulse on you know the turn of what was happening like they mm-hmm. they somehow knew they had to have somebody like uh what's his what is his name the writer from the sense matt matt groaning yeah they had to have somebody like matt groaning just appear amongst them be like hey what if we uh what if we did this huh yeah. what, do you, what do you think about that what if, based on socioeconomic trends, this is what happened in the future, and we just run with that? But like <laughs> yeah. cyberpunk, I don't know. That'd be cool, oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like magic just comes back. What do you guys think? <laughs> oh man, uh, that—that's how I see it sometimes. That's, you're not wrong. You're very not wrong. I—I I think. <laughs> so right. anyway, in the late '90s, the economy mm-hmm. is in is in the shitter, and this is affecting everybody all everything's on an economic downturn a lot of corporations or companies like because they haven't become these big corporations yet a lot of companies are closing up their doors and letting all their staff go because they can't they can't keep up they can't pay so in japan this affects this affects companies the same way and we've got this guy named taiga mitsuhama who goes by tiger no. He's this 55-year-old guy who owns a construction company that was left to him by his father. All he's got is the construction company. And his idea to try and come out of this economic downturn is to go around to some of these other companies that are also on the verge of failing and saying, what if we come together and stand together and make this kind of pool where all of our companies will work together to try to survive this economic storm. And a lot of the people that he turns to flat out tell him no. They don't see him as a leader. They don't want to rally behind him. There's just something about him that rubs people the wrong way. You know, maybe it's the way he talks to people. Who who actually knows? He had a great slogan, which was "United We Stand," but unfortunately, wow. original. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, couldn't couldn't get him to do so. So he decided to uh, withstand the economic downturn by putting all of his eggs in one basket. Is what you're telling me? Well, kind of. <laughs> okay. The way that he ends up surviving this downturn in the economy is that he goes to a a classic piece of Americana. And that classic piece of Americana is to turn to support from organized crime. It's never gone wrong before. Especially when you own a construction company, right? Especially when you own a construction company. So Tiger goes to the Yakuza. Uh And in exchange for money laundering and favorable dealings, he gained the support of the organization that was seeing, that was the only organization that was seeing 
returns during the recession. Because organized crime is recession proof. (laughs) (laughs) What a sentence. (laughs) And he gains more and more support in that organization. So the, and as he's, as he's, his company is growing and these other companies are failing, he reaches back out to these corporate, these other small companies that are going under. But instead of offering them the hand of friendship, he's buying them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the best hand. Yeah, that is true. That's money is the true friend. He's, but he's not doing it maliciously. He's seeing it as a way to keep Japan strong. United we stand. <laughs> right? He still at the core very much supports his homeland. So now that he's got all this cash and he's acquired all these other assets, Mitsuhama construction rapidly grows. And after just a pair of years, they become Mitsuhama becomes a major corporate force with three divisions: heavy industry, computer technologies, and robotics. These three things are definitely going to carry him into the future. This whole example that's put forth by Tiger ends up inspiring his son, Toshiro, who joins the corporation and continues his father's expansion and diversification. Toshiro used the same business model that his father did in snagging up struggling operations, putting money into them, and then making sure representatives that were loyal to him were the ones running things. United we stand. Well, you have to think of it. He's building a corporate empire before mega corporations even come around. He did it first. And all all this groundwork is being laid ahead of time. I always find it entertaining with the story where it's like, well, the guy tried to do it the good way and it didn't work. So then he turned to the mafia and guess what? It worked. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he turned to him. It's like he knew what he was talking about, but like had to go with the bad guys, I guess. <laughs> so funny. Who knew, right? Who knew? Crime pays? Does Question pay. mark? Quite handsomely. <laughs> what, was the, what was the line you said about organized crime? It's recession proof? Yeah, yeah. recession proof. It, you know, there, there we go. It, yeah. It is recession proof. Uh, Toshiro ends up being a very savvy, sly businessman who is willing to break the law while growing as a mega corporate power. Mitsuhama also grows as a first-rate research and development firm thanks to their eye for underdeveloped concepts, top-notch corporate espionage skills, and a complete lack of any morals when it comes to business. What? That's what you gotta have. Or not have? Not have to keep on the forefront. And of course, being a top R&D spot puts them perfectly in line for the awakening and the eventual rush for magical knowledge. And Mitsuhama was at the forefront and had the people and resources in place to jump on it when it happened, to gather as much knowledge as they could so they could compete in what would become sort of this magic magic crazed infused uh, wanting to understand it research and development how it could be used uh, everything under the sun and mitsuhama was smart enough to 
gather up people to research it while other people were still saying that it wasn't real. And this is at the turn when the awakening happens. You're saying magic isn't real? Well, people didn't believe it at the time when it started to come back. They thought it was just weird happenstance. But then you have these these corporations that maybe see it for what it actually is and devote research into it. And that's what makes them the pow- the powerhouse that they are later on because they've put forth the research already. It puts them on the front lines of it. As the years progress, Tiger and Toshiro keep the corporation growing and the growth and success earns them respect from the Yakuza. But it's not only that that endears them to the Yakuza Oyobans that they reached out to. Even though that Tiger and Toshiro knew the Yakuza are basically criminals, a criminal organization, they would always treat them as if they were honored business partners. Even after they grow into a mega corporation, they still treat the Yakuza Oyobans that they had done work with as honored businessmen. Hell yeah, man. And this benefits the Oyobans that went in to help Mitsuhama in the beginning. So it's not entirely true that Mitsuhama is endeared to all of the Yakuza as a whole. It's just a few of the Yakuza Oyobans who happen to help support a floundering uh, floundering company at the time of its need, and it ends up growing into this powerhouse, and now they're connected to it still. And that investment truly pays off for the Yakuza because everywhere that Mitsuhama goes, the Yakuza could follow. That's why you see them with a foothold in Seattle when Mitsuhama puts a corporate office there. Always gives them a legitimate in. Well, it's weird, too, because Mitsuhama can treat them as employees technically and grant them the the special privilege of extraterritoriality so they mm. can't be prosecuted you know bring them back onto their land mm-hmm. give them corporate lawyers etc cetera, etc cetera. so it really helps the yakuza that again made investments early on yeah that makes sense it also gives mitsuhama a hand into the shadows without having to employ a lot of shadow runners. Yeah. It gives it gives a go between so they can have the Yakuza hire out to the shadow runners instead of having to have a corporate representative from Mitsuhama do it. No paper trail. Yeah, they can completely wash their hands. I like to imagine like some Yakuza from Mitsuhama just like walking up and <laughs> just like walking up and shooting a guy he's just like diplomatic immunity <laughs> <laughs> just pull a lethal weapon too hell yeah it's just, and then he just scampers away back to- <laughs> diplomatic immunity <laughs> <laughs> gets back in his corporate car drives away <laughs> flipping off the camera as he's driving away <laughs> of course <laughs> Uh, so one of the other things that Mitsuhama has to contend with is the great dragon, Ryumio. That was one of the first ones that showed up? He was, he was the very the first, first one. He, okay. He was the first. Okay, that's what yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. 
he was the first one seen, but he didn't really start becoming involved in anything until about 2027. And that's when he proverbially sank his claws into organized crime and he started dealing with the Yakuza. However, with uh, Mitsuhama already being a powerhouse with them, the it creates kind of a schism between the two. You have uh, you have the the Oyobans that supported Mitsuhama, and then the other ones that are siding with Ryumio. So it kind of splits the Yakuza between these two factions. And the only reason that the the dragon hasn't acted against Mitsuhama is because of their cutting edge research that they've already done and making them powerful enough to give the great dragon pause about doing <laughs> anything to them. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh, we have mystic powers. That is pretty impressive, I'm not gonna lie. To cause a dragon to think otherwise? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty solid safety net. <laughs> yes, Mitsuhama's magical division uh, definitely gives them a, a leg up in being able to be a contender. Uh, yes, the MMD. <laughs> yes, yes, the MCT and D. <laughs> no, it's 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 the MMD sub department of uh, MCT. You see oh, it? oh, I see, my I brain see hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Acronyms, Tyler. Acronyms. We talked about this. R R E S P E C T. Find out what it means to Tyler next episode. We need a theme song. <laughs> we do. Wait, we do so, have a theme song. We need we have another theme, theme song. Yeah, we need another one. Songs. More. We need a theme song for this fake sitcom that we just created right now. <laughs> I have some ideas. Uh, it's, gotta be, it's gotta be snazzy, too. Oh, of course. Snazzy, snacks. snazzy, jazzy, and full of satin. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> um, so the uh, in the 50s, in the 2050s, Mitsuhama gets a very specific reputation in the shadows. Wholesome and good. Yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> in the 2050s, Mitsuhama fills the shadows of the world with fear as they extend the zero zone policy to all Mitsuhama facilities around the world, making the idea of crossing the corporation's extraterritorial border a death sentence. That is what zero zone is. If you don't belong there and they catch you, they kill you. Period. There's no trying to turn you or... They don't hit you with magic dust and make you forget your memory and then leave you in the forest? No, no, they don't do that. <laughs> they just, it's here. They Bunch just, of savages. They yeah, just really. kill you. Thousands of runners lose their lives in first world <laughs> sprawls like Seattle and Neo-Tokyo when they doubted the Megacorp's conviction to hold their policy of Zero Zone. I don't know why they would doubt that. Like, that's the most, like, layup Call in the of... bluff. It's, yeah. 
call the bluff on the on the people that field private armies and land that they own and make their own laws <laughs> on. Talk. Yeah, no, I'm good, good idea. Dude. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm 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 straight, man. That's uh, that, that, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good plan. Uh, so this goes on to even third world Mitsuhama facilities become feared places, whispered to contain the dark spirits of the surrounding culture. Yeah, so in the 2050s. Mitsuhama Computer Technologies was the most feared company in the world. And with a name like that, you would wonder why. Uh, from one Shadowrunner uh, report, the reputation for Mitsuhama security is supported by more than their zero zone. The demeanor of their security personnel really sells it. In that they are calm and stoic the entire time they are unloading their automatic weapons <laughs> at you. I'm just imagining they're all like the the Terminator from T2 when they're just firing their guns, they're not blinking. Right? Well, how do you know that some of them couldn't be? Remember, Mitsuhama is on the cutting edge of robotics. Oh my god. They're making Terminators. It's the C, Tyler. It's the C. M-C-E-T. <gasps> oh no! I'm just imagining a, a weird body horror thing where, like, not body horror, but, like, they swap people in the dead of night and you just don't know. <laughs> and then they say a code word, they fucking turn to a Terminator. Yeah, why not, man? Dude, it's oh. just LMDs. They're just, they they made LMDs. No, no. that's, like, yeah. one of my worst irrational fears. <laughs> How do we know that the Great Dragon hasn't actually just been a robot this entire time is what I'm saying. Serious my, forces. My God. guns. So, with their deadly reputation for their security, extraterritorial status, and the whole outlook of profits first, Mitsuhama developed an extensive black labs and began the early days of their earth-stripping operations that would lead to disasters like they left behind in the Congo. Damn, just to like get a rare mineral or something? Or... Yeah, just to get rare minerals. They would strip mine the whole area Ooh. to the point to the point that a lot of things that were around these sites started to become toxic. Oh no. Because they're just stripping the area. They don't they don't care about anything else. It would completely mess with the manosphere. Okay, I was gonna I was I was wondering if magic changed how we find rare resources or if we found more rare resources we found so more the, because there's yeah like there's more atmosphere mm-hmm, yeah yeah mm-hmm, interesting mm-hmm. keep digging you gotta find that unobtainium somehow <laughs> how are you supposed exactly. to get unobtainium how, how are you supposed to obtain it if you don't look for it really no <laughs> other way not not one uh, facilities in the major sprawls became known for their safe environment and the awe-inspiring presence of MCT security officers in full body armor walking around on patrol. Keep the peace. So you have the one area feeling the safest in the world and the other being plundered for all it was worth. <laughs> Including the lives of their citizens, kind of using them as cheap slave labor. Stan United. Mm. United we stand. Yep. United we stand. 
and that's what I'm thinking about anytime it's like a like utilitarian like weird culture like that I, that's all I'm hearing is like this is how they're justifying their crazy stuff they're doing mm-hmm. so Mitsuhama has a strong culture of honor and respect for authority go figure a Japanicorp that has a culture of honor and respect crazy uh, corporate rank and position determine honorifics, such as Sama and Sa, within the citizens of the corporation. All citizens of Mitsuhama, whether living in Japan, Seattle, or London, are required to understand the values of Japan and show honor and deference to the emperor. I mean, you guys don't just do that? Like, that... Yeah, what's wrong with you? Is that just me? You. That last part, to show honor and deference to the emperor, that's really interesting, considering that Mitsuhama is one of his biggest detractors. Really? They 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 show honor and, and deference to the emperor to save face, but in, in the background, they are doing everything they can to try to work against him. Whether that's supporting... Uh, supporting imperialist outlooks of people that get elected into the Japanese diet or if that's trying to make a move against a corporation that the emperor favors and have them lose face in the eyes of the public like a public assassination kind of, or not you know like his um uh, what's it called corporate assassination kind of thing not so much. It doesn't have to necessarily be an assassination. It could be a, a screw-up that gets... Oh, no, that's what I mean. Like corporate yeah. espionage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely corporate corporate espionage. I just Anything... said it with weirder words. <laughs> Anything that would um, cause embarrassment is is fair game for them to try to use. So rank and promotion are earned through hard and successful work in Mitsuhama. Failure is a cause for shame. No, dishonor. Not not just on the individual who failed, but on their entire family. <gasps> dishonor on your house. Dishonor, dishonor on your on cow. You. Dishonor yeah. on your cow. <laughs> yeah. Seppuku is an oh. acceptable atonement <gasps> for failure that clears the dishonor from the family. God, in the in the twenties, whatever's. That's what I try to tell people. They just never listen to me. In the twenty fifties, yeah. In the twenty oh, even up into the current timeline of the twenty eighties, you show you you fail in what you're trying to accomplish to save the honor and face of your family. Uh, it is acceptable for that individual to commit seppuku. <sighs> That's acceptable in the 2020s. I don't know what you guys are freaking out about. <laughs> Acting like it's some new thing. Yeah, just don't be dishonorable. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I, I was planning on being dishonorable this weekend. I, I, I was making time for it and everything. I guess I'll just cancel those plans. I saw yeah, that... you should probably cancel that dishonor plan. Dang it. I, I saw that tweet you were drafting on your phone about the Emperor. I know what you were going to say. I just, just I, don't do it. Man. I couldn't figure out enough um, like emojis to express my emotions, you know? <laughs> mm, you have to have the correct amount of emojis. They, they have to be acceptable. Smiley face, winky face, smiley face. Egg. No, no, smiley face, winky ah, face, smiley dang face. It. 
Yeah, it's smiley face, winky face, clown face. Oh, everybody right. knows. You keep them guessing. Face, dude. You sweat, gotta keep them guessing. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Followed then by a bacon emoji and a knife yeah. and fork. Yummy. Mm. Story all the time. <laughs> the NCT of today is the truest sense of the word mega corporation. They have stakes in businesses on every continent and in almost every country. I'd like to have stakes on every continent. Yeah, dude. Goals. Yes. Hashtag like goals. Mm. Hashtag Brazilian bistros. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Deliver unto me your meat on a sword, please. Your <laughs> <laughs> words were never spoken. <laughs> So if the hidden subsidiaries of Mitsuhama were revealed, it would probably be that they literally have their hand in every country. They dabble in every research field out there, and they are at the head of a lot of them. And they work very closely with one um, Lofware, right? (laughs) Actually, uh, (gasps) no. Oh. Lofweir is um, not happy with oh. Mitsuhama because they took the top spot in the uh, corporate rankings. So yeah, good. Sa- Seder Krupp <gasps> isn't number one anymore. Seder Krupp is number two. Oh, no. Yeah, because they're the, a piece of shit. No, the, the great, dark future is upon us. The, the great dragon, uh, he ain't happy about that. I will not take the slander. You will. Yeah. You'll like it. You'll like it. You'll ask for more. <laughs> Lisa, Mitsuh- can I have another? <laughs> Mitsuhama has a bipolar reputation in the shadows. On one hand, they are the zero zone corporation with zero tolerance for failure. Yeah. On the other, they treat successful runners like valued corporate employees. They pay well, deal straight, and if you get double-crossed, it was your own fault somehow. I was going to say, are they on the payroll for these companies? If you're successful enough. Okay, so there there would be, like, in my W-2, I would have to put Shadowrunner? Well, no. You would probably be paid as a security attache. Oh, Con- contracted employee. Yes, you'd yeah, be a contracted yeah. employee in their security department. Okay. Mm-hmm. Noting that down for no reason. Of course. <laughs> so, where are they? They are at the head of all of the mega corporations. Seder Krupp was on the top spot, but then that shadow war amongst the dragons took place. Remember, we briefly kind of mentioned it. Where uh, Lofware's brother kind of started to go insane and um, eat people, I'm, a lot of people. Yeah, not a good look. And so other dragons were called in to stop this reign of terror, uh, and stuff happened. We'll eventually talk about the Dragon Shadow War. But because of this, MCT sees an opening to be able to extend their corporate holdings and their reach without being stopped, and they take this opportunity. In much the same way that Mitsuhama started out 
they take the same approach during this time of turmoil. Only this time, instead of small corporations that they just buy out and bring into the umbrella of MCT, they're going to single A and double A corporations and reaching out to them to bring them under the fold. Just absorb more like corporate mass, I suppose. Yes. They were going after double A and single A rated corps. They would bring them under the MCT umbrella and they were paying like base dollar for these companies. Base, what is base dollar? Like the minimal amount. They weren't oh. negotiating. They were basically going up to them and saying, here's how much we'll pay you to acquire you. And they did this because they knew the corporate audit results. It's kind of rigged. Yeah, it is kind of rigged. When they're able to see the value of the corporation at the same time that that corporation is getting their slip of, here's a roundabout how much you're worth. And then to have this mega corporation show up and say, we'll give you that exact amount and then fold you in to us. What's the what's the term? Uh, stand United. <laughs> stand United. Stand United or else or else. Yeah, stand um, United or else. Stand United <laughs> asterisk. Yes. Of course, Satercrop isn't going to take this lying down and will eventually make moves against them. Uh, especially against some of the smaller subsidiaries that they're acquiring. MTC, MCT has to really kind of solidify their power that they're gobbling up. But you can see the shadows are already heating up with the possibilities of these runs against these smaller corporations that belong to the bigger corporations to try and do damage to them. I mean, it makes sense. Some of the most subtle, like, crazy warfares are just between companies. Mm -hmm. Seeing Shadowrun especially. It's like their own movies. Right. So the cooperation between the Japan Corps outside Japan is one part of MCT's growth and success. But that could be coming to an end with rumblings at home ha back in Japan have Shiawase with their ties to the Imperial family, trying to make sure that MCT understands their proper place in Japan. What is their proper place? Is to be a part of Japan and work with what the Emperor is decreeing. That's what they should be doing. Interesting. But they're off gallivanting all around the place. And uh, remember, Shiawase is tied to the Emperor through the Emperor's wife. And so they're making rattlings back in Japan to be like, hey, come on, know your place. At this point, who has like more power within Japan, like the the emperor or the corporations? It's it's still back and forth, but with the acquisition, all the acquisitions that MCT is going through, they are fast approaching becoming extremely powerful. As from these buyouts, they are becoming the largest mega corporation in not only the nation, but possibly the world. And of course, this is putting pressure and strain on the cooperative relationship between MCT and Shiawase in places around the world that don't understand the culture of bending to the will of the emperor. So in these other places where 
Mitsuhama has set up corporate offices like Seattle and London. They understand the honor and ranking system within MCT, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they fully understand it, nor do they want to listen to an emperor in a place that they don't even live. Oh, wow. It's like a, like a, the colonies kind of thing. Yeah, it is kind of like the colonies. Why do we care about these guys across the sea? Mm-hmm. Interesting. To make things even worse, the emperor has been praising Renraku for their efforts outside the nation and for their devotion to the empire on the island. So we Renraku is came from. yeah, Renraku is getting patted on the head from the emperor, saying "good job," uh, and that is publicly kind of losing face with uh, MCT. Yeah, Dad has his favorite. Yeah, exactly. Renraku got ice cream. Everybody else got frozen yogurt. <laughs> oh, I feel so attacked. I ate yogurt right before this podcast. Not only that, but uh, Renraku's um, ice cream also had toppings. My God. Damn, dude. All the Jimmies. So many Jimmies. I didn't even know there was that many Jimmies <laughs> in the world. Okay. Quick, quick question. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When did you guys find out that the sprinkles on top of ice cream were called Jimmies? Um, honestly, I only heard about it because of a movie. Yeah, okay. I want to say it was because of a movie that I watched. Definitely not. I mean, we're not from. Or I'm not from like the Midwest or East Coast or anything. Because mine was from Kids Next Door. <laughs> that's actually, dude. No, wait. Actually, that's where I heard about it. Because I was like, I knew I heard about it on TV, but I remember yeah. it being a pretty important deal. Yeah, it was the 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 the, the birthday ice cream. Yeah. For the delightful kids from down the Whoa. lane, and they had to steal the Jimmies. <laughs> that was the first moly. time I'd ever heard that phrase. I was like, I thought they were just called sprinkles. Yeah. What? Like, what are you saying? Also. Is isn't there like a thing with with that term now? Like Russell, your what? Jimmy's? No, like yeah. Is, <laughs> does, is it Jimmy's? Like, does, isn't there like a connotation for like the the term? Like where that comes from? I, you know, I have no I, idea. I'm from the cost, so I'm used to assuming everything's kind of racist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not sure. I I don't know the origins of the term Jimmy's. I just remember thinking that it was weird that we didn't just call it sprinkles check out next episode mm. where we talk about all the best toppings in the sixth world you think that's weird do you know what they call sprinkles in england toppy cups mm, no what Soppy cup i don't know like <laughs> Willy Wombo. i don't i don't know willy wombos what i don't know willy you know wombos. i'm just i'm just burning okay. all the, the london bridges for all our, our English. <laughs> yes yes you are yeah Willy Wombos. Wow. Oh, Willy Wombos. Oh, sir, could I get a scoop of that Willy Wombo? <laughs> please, sir, I'd like a cone, please, so oh I could take God. on the lift. I'm a little orphan. I'm also 36. <laughs> are you a Charles Dickens character? Oh, so <laughs> you are Charles Dickens? <laughs> you sound like you're from London. Charles Dickens is being denied his his, his Willy Wombos? <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, easy. What are they called? Sprinkles? Oh my god! All right. <laughs> oh, oh so god! Bad. I was like, when will this end? Because if it's not gonna be, because if it's not gonna be Willy Wombo, this is I'm oh, already god. disappointed. I yes uh, well, ended, and I was like, please set me free. Please set me free. Okay, it, it's not Willy Wombos. They refer what? to sprinkles in the UK as hundreds and thousands. 
seriously yeah okay uh-huh. like like uh-huh. you when you go to an ice cream shop uh-huh a shop with an e uh uh-huh. two p's and an e in yes. england do you say hundreds and thousands h and t's yeah. baby yeah or do you say h and t's like do you, would you all, actually can say... i get a scoop full of the h and t's on top of that i dot my eyes and i h my t's i, I, I also cup of tea if you're not love... H and the T's, I'm not buying ice cream at this sold shoppy again. <laughs> shoppy in the UK. Anyway. I love how uh, you guys just assume that everybody in England speaks with a cop. Hello, hello, hello. Listen, I, I have no reason to. As somebody who has family members that live in England and I have spent an extended period of time with them, mm-hmm. everybody has a cocktail. Oh, Uncle Austin CSY is running his Switch stream again. <laughs> to be honest, that is actually more what my cousin says. Like, he I does do not say, have a cousin. It's so good <laughs> actually, no, my my. I think he's from. He sat. He, okay, no, no joke. Mm-hmm. He sounds like the Beatles, and I think he is from the Liverpool area. So, so he's so good to see. very much got the hello. Oh, hello, good goodbye. <laughs> hello, oh, hello wow. goodbye, goodbye. Oh man, it was a good time. Well, that was a great tangent. But yeah, it's all Cockney accents. Oh, yeah. Cockney all the way down. All the way. All Make all the way. mine Cockney. Cockney. All the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Make mine Cockney, baby. Anyway, We're sorry. Uh, back to MCT. Uh, uh, you, one of the other things that you have to take into consideration that really rubs the, the make a corporation the wrong way is rustles their jimmies, if you will. Rustles their hundreds their jimmies. Rustles their hundreds of Only when we're talking about the London branch. Oh, right. right, right. Sorry, sorry. Oh, my. Uh, is that they have a lot of military contracts in the homeland of Japan because they're on the cutting edge of robotics and they're on the cutting edge of computer technology. So is their drone warfare just like that much more terrifying? Their drones are a little bit more terrifying. Yes. Because they're also they also use drones in their zero zones. Because who doesn't need ruthless killing efficiency from drones? I think that's just efficient. Very USA, very USA. USA. Oh, I was going to say we're talking about Japan, but oh also well, USA. Oh. Well, mm, I, we'll, I mean, well, we'll get there. We'll get I mean, there. E- I mean, easy. You know, it was an open-ended question, so I was just, you know, I was, just, I was backing them up. The audience uh, want to know. Well, don't worry, we'll get there, and oh. you're gonna, you're gonna definitely go. Oh, what? <laughs> no, I don't think I down. can. I don't think I can oh, anymore at this point with Shadowrun, dude. Like every <laughs> every time I thought I've been like, wow, who would have thought you tell me something else? And yeah, I think And I you're like, I guess someone did think that. I, I am in a it, when it comes to Shadowrun at this point, I am in a permanent state of belief. Mm, that's, <laughs> that's all that's you fair. can do. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you could say that a, like a giant sentient mole rat ran for president or ran for governor in like Connecticut or something. I'd be like, sure. Awaken mole rat, fine. Wow, <laughs> not even, not even a Nova possum that ran for senator. Well, yeah, that. because no, just going mole rat right, right through it. Huh? No, because the Nova possums are a great species that would only do like humanitarian work. Such noble creatures, and Truly. be in Congress. They don't have time to be senators. There, yeah, yeah. When they're when they're too busy going, trying to go to nationals, you know, they they got priorities. <laughs> so with. MCT and its new acquisitions and everything that has has acquired so far, their resources are starting to be stretched very thin in regards to security and corporate military resources. So eventually they will have to make the choice 
of which is more important to protect, the heart of MCT or its newly acquired subsidiaries? And subsidiaries! Well, the other thing, too, is all a lot of those newly acquired subsidiaries were originally standalone single-A and double-A corporations, and they have not been folded into the idea of the zero-zone policy yet. Mm. And there's still the discussion of, well, are the security forces that are on site on those places going to be able to handle zero zone of just kill without question? Mm-hmm. In my experience, if you chip them, they will. You mean every like double A company that they acquire doesn't also automatically get its own yak uh, attaché? No, 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 it doesn't work that way. Mm. <laughs> Shame. That would really solve a lot of problems. It sounds like. <laughs> I think it would. Be I so much would. simpler. Yeah. So, of course, in in Shadowrun, every mega corporation seems to have their whoopsie moment, right? Oh, with with NeoNet and, and Evo, uh, they played around with nanite technology. Uh, Ares supposedly is infested with bugs, and, allegedly, allegedly, and <laughs> Wu Jing, and Wu Jing won't stop messing with mana lines and the mana sphere. And of mm. course, the shadow community is well aware of the as technology love of blood. And of course, Renner Crew had their good old uh, Seattle shutdown mistake. Mm-hmm. And then Seder Krupp gets dragged into dragon politics, whether they like it or not. <laughs> the whoopsie for Mitsuhama is Great whoopsie. Technomancers. Mm. I'll do it. MCT has had Technomancers on their minds for over a decade when from when they first appear from the second crash. Hmm. The efforts of MCT not only have them as one of the world's best resources on all things arcane, but also on all things techno-arcane. Hmm. MCT has has done some of the most extensive research on the resonance, the dissonance, emerging, immersion, and the renaissance realms. So they just want all consciousness. They're all about trying to find out more about these anomalous people that are able to use the Matrix like it's thinking. Because that's what technomancers are. Right. So if you're a Technomancer and you want access to a place that can show you everything you need to know about being the best Technomancer you can be, somehow get your hands into MCT. I mean, it sounds like you just have to show up. Like, It doesn't really sound like it's that hard to get in. You just show up to the place and you're like, hey guys, I'm a Technomancer. And they're like, you're hired. You're in. <laughs> well, Johnson, this is... clear out your desk by the end of the day. This is the dark side of it. Well, no. Shadow How many Run? dark sides in Shadowrun, really? I know, Come right? On. Okay, wait, I, no, Dunkle's on makes the brightest light in the world. I like, I like to think of these all as silver lining opportunities, you know? It's not so, corporate growth. Yeah. It's all a matter of perspective, really. Of course. The best analogy is MCT is a great place you to learn me. about techno, uh, technomancers <laughs> just as Atslan would be a great place to learn about magic. So it would be, is what you're yeah. saying. 
Well, remember Atslan is all about that blood, blood. Did nothing yes. wrong. They're yep. good. They You're study right. above wow. the board. Yes, they're, that's what they're we really just about. recycling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you weren't going to use all of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's some left over. You buy. You can make more, right? You're you being make greedy. More. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, just Think give of the share greater the good. blood, bro. Yeah. The... yeah. Share the blood. <laughs> so after the last crash, when technomancers begin to appear, Mitsuhama is quick to start looking into this phenomenon. Of course, it starts under the guise of helping them. MCT looks for sufferers, uh, sufferers of Apis, many of whom are the beginning forerunners for Technomancers. And they do this to uh, under the guise of helping them. The help came in the form of brain scans and dissections. Of dead creatures? Of Technomancers often performed while they are still alive. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure the word you're looking for there is vivisection. I don't like any of these sections. Can nope. I? Can we leave nope. this section? dissection. Weird. It's definitely not called okay. live section. <laughs> definitely not called live section. <laughs> this is how I cope. And for those at home, remember, Apis is the artificially induced psychotropic schizophrenia syndrome, often Dr. pronounced Ram. apes. Uh, it's a condition that makes a user distracted to the real world while in the presence of wireless matrix matrix signals. It is very common for victims of dump shock from Crash 2.0, though some people who did not experience Crash 2.0 may still suffer from apes. Do you suffer from apes? You may be due for compensation. Eligible <laughs> come, for compensation. Fuck! Come to MCT <laughs> where we will help you. So they've got... 1-800-EMPIRE the... has a whole new ring if it's from Japan. <laughs> right. So they're performing these tests. Uh, and the supply of apes patients was limited and MCT needed more research subjects. <gasps> so what did they do? They turned to the shadows. And hiring shadow runners to begin to retrieve suspected technomancers. Oh. Early on, this just looks like regular old snatch and grabs. Once the reality of electrokinetics hit the world, which is the powers that technomancers can wield, people in the know begin to see what MCT was up to. And of course, this creates a schism amongst Shadowrunners. You have the people that'll take the jobs and collect the people because New Yen is New Yen. Then you have people that will take the jobs and disappear the Technomancer. And then you have a third faction that wants to pull the Technomancers together to keep them away from MCT. But also build a group to resist them. And all of this is now coming back to haunt MCT in the 2070s. Groups of Technomancers around the world are coming together to make coordinated attacks against Mitsuhama. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And since Technomancers primarily are more powerful in the Matrix and not in real space, they are hiring out to mercenary forces and Shadowrunners 
to keep themselves protected. Mm. Especially since MCT is such a dangerous foe with strong Matrix-based assets since they were one half of the corporations that built the new wireless Matrix setup. And of course, the zero-zone policy, again, makes it very scary to try to do anything on Mitsuhama-controlled territory. Not recommend. No. There are technomancers that try to infiltrate MCT by actually working there. Uh, some of them do make some progress. Uh, eventually, they are found. And when they are found, they quietly disappear into the MCT labs. To be helped. To be saved. Yeah, this is all to help. All to help them, yeah. The MCT is just crazy for technomancers. Part of this is to keep them on the cutting edge of research, like they did with their magical efforts. MCT has facilities all over the world trying to manipulate the forces behind the abilities of technomancers. Their research seeks a way to instill this ability artificially in others to use the energy in conjunction with regular tech or to try to create technologies to limit these abilities and identify gainful economic strategies from the abilities. So they're trying to market technomancer abilities and be able to put it into tech to where regular people could have this installed and be able to do what technomancers do. And that would be ground. Oh. That would be groundbreaking. Like you could just super you lucrative. Could just, you could become a technomancer through, uh, yeah, through augmentation is what they're That's looking towards. Terrifying and so cool at the same time. <laughs> like you could just make super soldiers essentially. I, well, I see no problems here. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what they'll eventually steer towards, especially with their military contracts, but. Right now, the one way that MCT is combating the Technomancers is with heavy research into the dissonance. Which remind us again, is that an event or is that just a general occurrence? The dissonance is the anti-resonance force of the Matrix. It's this whole debated thing. Think of it as the chaos. Okay. Like uh, dissonance, technomancers, and Otaku often believe that data should be corrupted. Oh. They thrive on instability and glitches within the matrix and believe this is a way the matrix should be. Full of bugs? Yeah. And chaos. Ah, uh, so it's a bunch of trolls. Well, and M MCT is working with that dissonance idea to try and create combative efforts to limit technomancers. Like limit their powers. Oh, I see. Nerf technomancers. Nerf technomancers now. <laughs> it's in the patch notes, guys. It's coming in next patch notes. <laughs> Can't wait for the next season. Of course, that may be one of the big areas that MCT is concentrating on right now though it's not the only one. Even though it doesn't say it anywhere in their name, Mitsuhama 
computer technologies is also an arcane powerhouse in that they have a lot of them or they have a lot of magical knowledge and research but to stay on the cutting edge you've got to find new ways and push boundaries remember pushing boundaries with magic can be dangerous or disastrous i don't think i've ever heard that before no of course that could happen (laughs) human so the way mct is beginning to push this level opening astral gateways to explore metaplanes in search of answers to arcane mysteries oh okay so this is like the warp uh kind of yeah remember they have right now they have no idea how many metaplanes actually exist and being able to physically get there is very daunting and almost unheard of and mct magic division is working on ways to open astral gateways to send people in to find these metaplanes multiverse kind of yeah they have excursions trying to go as often as possible but it's an ever-expanding field because the multiverse could in fact be infinite of course that doesn't stop mct and their long list of expendable employees well yeah if you send them through and then they just don't come back you know that's no severance yeah. take them out of the books that's one more right all their vacation time is down the toilet i know yeah. that's just money back in your pocket 401k who needs it you know 401 nay i say oh wow are you a horse lawyer <laughs> <laughs> mr ed is one of my contracts <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the biggest issues with metaplanar travel is how hard it is to get back. Yeah, that makes sense. So we take it, baby. These teams can some sometimes be stranded all over the metaplanes. Oops. I see no problem with this. Two of the major focuses of their efforts on this project are resources, especially resources that can't be found on our plane of existence and artifacts the resource is very straightforward go there see if there's anything viable like a new metal or a stronger metal or a magically active compound or something like that and try and bring it back the harder thing are the artifacts mct already controls a large number of artifacts thanks to the efforts of shadow runners and their own corporate operatives Acquisition and containment are the focus of most of MCT's current operations with going into the metaplanes. And items discovered in these metaplanes can often look different when they're brought back. Like they just change by going through? Yes. They say that movement between metaplanes is often physically taxing. And the travelers will wake up in strange places surrounded by unfamiliar surroundings and unable to identify the object they came through with. Whoa. Like they don't even jot down what it was? It could change shape. Whoa. Yeah. And of course, MCT will stop at nothing to contain these artifacts. The weird part is when you come back through, you don't necessarily step into where you started 
that's why these metaplanar travelers would be disoriented when they come back. Because you could leave from a corporate holding of MC, MCT, right? And then when you are able to come back from the metaplane, say you were at a subsidiary corporation of MCT and you're somewhere in Europe and you come back and now you're somehow in the middle of the Amazon. Oh. Or the arcology. Yeah, or oh. the arcology. <laughs> oh, no. Or Chicago. Or oh, Chicago. Oh, no. At any time, because it seems like it's always bad to be in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I could agree with that. So that causes a big problem, and that's why you might not recognize the artifact that you brought back with you because you don't even know where you're at. Oh, weird. So kind of like, could they record stuff and then check it when they're back to see, you know, like, is there any way they could retrieve what they saw on the other side? Or is that just like part of the plot? Tyler, do you think that MP4 can survive metaplanar travel? Uh, dude, if I've learned anything, <laughs> MKVs have dark powers that we have yet to truly <laughs> MKV, maybe. I'll give you that one. It could be. MP4s and, are merely the prophet. And everybody, everybody oh, knows that JPEGs will survive anything. So oh, PNGs, yes. dude. PNGs are nothing, man. I, I, I'll say it. Hot take. PNGs are pretty freaking cool. <laughs> The metaplanes also possess a wealth of knowledge about artifacts that is either hidden by their original creators or somehow lost, lost or shifted there after creation. Answers are, are rarely straightforward, though clues to what these artifacts may be can be gleaned from research. That's not always the case. Sometimes they'll have to go through multiple metaplanes to get answers secrets of the metaplanes yes it's very big business with a lot of potential problems do, the, do you think they have like metaplane travel agencies uh no i uh, since they're just dabbling into metaplanar travel in the 2070s i i really doubt that they have travel agencies <laughs> they're just not thinking big enough maybe if we progress the timeline far enough <laughs> How how do you think that they recruit the people that they send through on the excursions? Oh. Uh, shadow runners, deniable assets. We don't have to see you again. Hey, yeah. yeah, we'll pay you a big sum up front. We may never see them again. <laughs> it's so much easier if you just open it, open a fake travel agency that's a front, and you get people to sign paperwork saying that they're okay if they die in another dimension. Wow! <laughs> Banished to the dark dimension. Yes. Who knows? Hey, I've got a summer home in the negative zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll find the puppies in cotton candy dimension. Uh or maybe you'll find the you're frozen in a block of ice dimension. <laughs> yeah. That one's oh, pretty no. cool. It's pretty chill. That one's pretty cool. Uh this has put of course this whole idea of metaplanar artifacts and traveling to the metaplanes has put MCT into direct competition with Wu Jing. Easy, I just like to say that you didn't acknowledge either of Minor Tyler's jokes and um that hurt man. You know what that I have hurt. to say to that? Not cool. No chill. No chill. Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I must be from Jotunheim. 
interesting fun fact time? Isn't it always? Yay! There is one specific artifact. Actually, it's more of a set of them that has been a major focus for both MCT and Wu Jing to recover the components. And this is of a powerful tarot deck that was thought to have been created in another metaplane and Ooh. brought here brought here through a spike during the last down cycle of magic. It's it's a magic tarot deck? Yes. Okay, okay. Cards are rumored to exist around the world, with one rumor even putting a card in the ice cap within the Arctic Circle. Ah, it was on ice. It was. No consistent information has come out about this collection or the specific value, benefit, or location of all the various cards. The wildest rumors allow a person with the entire deck to weave a person's fate. Cool. You could see why mega corporations would be interested if that were the case. But is that only if you have all of them? That's if you have the whole deck. But what, like, do they have, like, I want to know the stats on each of the cards. If there's, like, <laughs> one that, like, gives me, like, the talismans from Jackie Chan Adventures, one gives me super strength. The one, it's strength, weirdly. Well, enough. while individual cards provide valuable divination insights or cause sudden and dramatic shifts in the person's life, Mitsuhama wants all of the cards in their possession. Wow. As does Wu Jing. I'd be more surprised if you don't want that. It could be an extremely powerful artifact. And they're going to hold a giant card game tournament to acquire them with the final battle being fought on top of a blimp. <laughs> Over the city, yes. Pegasus! <laughs> I was immediately thinking, like, which one would be, which one would give me my stand powers? That's all I want. No, you've got them all set up in, in your arm guard, and haha, I will draw Dark, Def Dark Magician. Monster Cardo, draw Monster Cardo. <laughs> uh, Japanese double if, Japanese. if only you had used Silver Eyes Dragon. Huh? Nani? Uh, that's impossible. <laughs> uh, I need to rewatch Yu Gi Oh, man. <laughs> I, I never did. I only know the snippets. Uh, I, I have to wonder how many times in that show uh -huh. they, they, use, they use the word Nani. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I was gonna. Yeah, well, yeah. I only know the English dub. Oh, uh, okay. The English dub is where it's at, man. If it's you're not watching so the English funny. dub of Yu-Gi-Oh, you're not getting the full experience. <laughs> yeah, you're also gonna get Yugi actually sounding like a child, and I'm just not about that. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the team that has been tasked to take care of this for Mitsuhama, and that's the team that's working on finding all the tarot cards, researching what they do. Uh, is MCT Research Unit 13, which is the company's elite initiatory cabal. So they are an actual initiate group called Research Unit 13. So bro, you have a bunch of with 13, bro. I know, right? What is it about that number? So it's so it's MCT MMD RU 13. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that that would be correct. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> He's 
pay attention to the acronyms. Oh, God. (laughs) Put some more wrinkles on that smooth brain. Yeah, I I only understand (laughs) concepts presented through acronyms, so that's how I retain all my shadow. Uh, I, I... Only can enjoy or appreciate or understand things that a primordial ooze could. Mm. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Then you know what, Tyler? Good news. Acronyms? Not for you, big guy. Those me no me. like. <laughs> Brain hurt. So what does the future look like for MCT with this great bullseye that they've put on their back by becoming number one in the AAA mega corporations? They were number one. They're number one. Sater Krupp isn't happy about that. I'm sure that'll be fine. They've got Technomancers. They'll be fine. Uh, yeah, sure. So keeping that top spot is going to involve even more political and corporate deals than earning it in the first place. No. That's not how business works. Right? Satercrup is 100% going to go after MCT's new acquisitions and work to break any deals before they can happen going forward. Not only will Satercrup be doing that, but the corporate court will also be watching MCT more closely because of all the acquisitions that they have made. In order to bolster their Arcano technology and metaplanar explorations, Mitsuhama pulled in a rather interesting corporation into their fold named the APEP Consortium. They are a single A-rated megacorp based out of Cairo, Egypt, and they are best known for their efforts in the study of artifacts and their early efforts after the Washington Rift opened in the late 50s from the Dunkelzahn assassination. They have joined the MCT Magic Division. They may cause some internal strife, and they are also known for some of their links to toxic magic. Like the Britney Spears magic? or <laughs> Not necessarily, no. Uh, oh. More of... Uh... Working with, uh, you know, the the wastelands and the irradiated areas and toxic dumps and things like that, where mm-hmm. the land has been polluted by man. Mm-hmm. So this small little single-A corporation has had dealings with magical toxic connections, which could include either practitioners of toxic magic or toxic spirits. Mm. That does sound fun. Huh? And dangerous. What? Yes, I meant to say dangerous. In an interesting move, Mitsuhama strengthened their place in Japan and added to their growing new division, MCT Motion. Is it like a like studio? Uh, MCT Motion is a division that was recently created during their fast acquisitions of these new corporations. And it has a primary focus of vehicle production and transportation. The biggest purchase has been Mitsubishi Motors. Mitsubishi Motors was already a single A-rated corp, but many of their multinational assets have been targeted by other local vehicle producers. 
Mitsubishi was hesitant in accepting a place under the Mitsuhama umbrella, but was quickly, but has quickly flourished with additional security at their facilities that follow the classic MCT zero zone philosophy. So expect new line of Mitsuhama inspired vehicles from Mitsubishi in the coming years. This is in the 2070s. We're getting there. Yeah. So they're trying to design a car that can drive through dimensions. Well, maybe not so much. Uh, Mitsubishi also presents a strengthened position in Japan. Their headquarters Mm -hmm. in Japan is now part of MCT's properties. This Mm -hmm. gives the corporation a headquarters facility in both Kyoto and Neo-Tokyo. Their Kyoto headquarters is already close to Osaka and the Shiawase headquarters. And now they will have a spot in Neo-Tokyo across the bay from Chiba and the Renraku headquarters. So so, uh, through acquiring Mitsubishi, MCT now has locations that are close to both of their rival headquarters in Japan. Interesting. And a smart move. Very smart. Remember, MCT is one of the largest military contractors for Japan. People have speculated that if MCT wanted, especially with acquiring all of this new wealth, perhaps there could be a military coup in the future of Japan to bring back the imperialist mindset. Here's where things start to get tricky with this MCT motion division. The motion division also gained another two AA rated corporations, showing their their desire to expand and continue to diversify into fields they were not previously a part of. MCT has pulled in a cost-based corporation called Sikorsky Bell into the fold. They are a Texas aerospace corporation. This adds aerial vehicle production capabilities to MCT motion. Hell yeah, brother. Freedom flyers. (laughs) This merger also will catapult Sikorsky Bell along with their Sikorsky aircraft and German Aerospace Corporation subsidiaries up to the top of the aircraft production field. It doesn't stop there. Along with these acquisitions, MCT Motion also acquires a European AA-rated megacorporation called SAB. Which is an acronym for Super Atomic Buster. (laughs) It's an acronym for... Svenska Aeroplan at Bolga. Bolga. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you just made that up. I didn't. That's literally what it says. (laughs) You press like a word scrambler. I did not press a word scrambler. Are they supposed to be like. They're Swedish. Ah, they're just. Okay. Does that make more sense? They're using our freedom characters. (laughs) (laughs) They're using the alphabet. Freedom characters. Uh, so 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 when they make one of their airplanes does it come with like an instruction booklet that doesn't have words it just has pictures <laughs> probably uh, and they expect you to little follow guy along standing, 
little guy standing in front of the turbine with an X over it. Everything is he's put, got a thumbs up. Everything is put together with an Allen wrench. And yeah, uh, an Allen wrench and uh, like the 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 wooden dolls that you just. <laughs> yeah. They're they're meta meatballs are to die for. So uh, don't ask what the meta meat is. <laughs> wow, it's a surprise that you do not want to know. So the acquisition of Sab brings to MCT not only more automotive, but also drone systems, missile systems, electronics, and arms. As you previously mentioned, nothing bad ever happens with drones. Yeah, of course not. Uh, Unless you hate freedom. Unless you hate Patriotism freedom. Patriotism amplifies. Uh, Easy, do you hate freedom? Because that's don't. what it sounded like. I, no, I love freedom. Love me some freedom. I don't know. Damn right. Now, this was all done publicly to kind of mask what was being done in North America. Nothing bad ever happens in North America. This is where the huh what moment is coming in. <gasps> so, acquiring Amtrak Incorporated, California Free State Rapid Transit, Front Range Transit International, Norfolk Southern, and Yukos Rail. Those are all now owned by Mitsuhama. That so means they bought, they bought all five railroads. Do they also have the waterworks and the electric company? Uh, <laughs> I don't think they have the electric company, uh, but yeah, I Pascal. believe they're working on the waterworks. But they do have all the railroads. Mm-hmm. So Mitsuhama now owns every major railroad line and railroad company in the COS, UCOS, and California Free State, as well as sections that run through the Playbolo Corporate Council, the Sioux Nation and the Salish Sheed, hmm. where they are allowed to traverse the rail but make no stops in those <laughs> Nan nations. Well, as we know, he who controls the railroads controls the universe. Well, think about it. <laughs> think about the squeeze they could put on transportation. Oh, yeah, like they control the distribution line. Yeah, through North yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a pretty impressive. I mean, the word monopoly comes to mind, but like that can't be right, right? I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just. Right now, Mitsuhama is poised to be one of the largest, if not the largest, mega corporation in the world by the 2080s. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, because no one's no one stopped them. I I I appreciate that it's that it always seems like it's like and then Mitsuhama got this idea and nobody stopped them and it worked and now they just have more power mm-hmm. like that's that's pretty much the entire story of Mitsuhama at this point <laughs> like well it gets even weirder from here uh huh because while they're acquiring all of these or making all these acquisitions of these single A and double A corporations uh. They managed to do this in Africa. Uh huh. Yeah. So they own all of the railways in Africa. As well. well, the exact extent of MCT's holdings in Africa is hard to ascertain, mm. as they've been hidden behind and shifted between Mitsuhama Africa, Yakushima Africa, and the Mitsuhama Financial Group. 
But what you're saying is that they own all of the railways in Africa as well. Uh, most likely. Okay, cool. Uh, as, as best speculated, Mitsuhama may hold majority ownership in as many as 56% of the corporations in Africa. Jesus. So if the pressure from the emperor and the other Japanicorps in Japan ever becomes too great, then Mitsuhama could theoretically be the first AAA megacorporation headquartered in Africa. Huh. Yeah. I mean, it would be interesting, but uh, yeah, it seems like they maybe have too much power. Huh? They really do. A, a strange take. concept in the sixth world, I know, but... It's like from fourth edition in, into fifth, uh, MCT was allowed to really ramp up in uh-huh. in fourth and fifth edition to the point of they've become so bloated and their reach is now global. Like, mm-hmm. they say a lot of mega corporations have a global reach. Yeah. But with MCT, it is the literal sense. Mm-hmm. They are everywhere Mm -hmm. and nobody's stopping them no which makes me which makes me think that in the newest edition of of shadowrun in the 2080s something has to give or something has to happen to mct to bring them back in line for balance of power or else things will drastically start to spin out of control and mct Mm. will end up owning like their own country <laughs> because no one will be able to oppose them i mean the good news is that they could just keep the same acronym and just call it mitsuhama country technology <laughs> <laughs> i suppose that is something silver lining gentlemen and everything oh yeah <laughs> so that's what mct has been up to in the shadowrun world Izzy. Very busy and getting away with it just because of the other things that were happening. You have the Dragon Shadow War that just distracts uh, Lothweir. You have the fallout with Horizon in Boston with the destruction of their headquarters and the AI possessing people whoopsie. Not a hack, not a glitch of feature. (laughs) Right. And that leaves... Nothing in the way to stop MCT on the rise and doing all this all this stuff quickly in the background before these other co- mega corporations can kind of get back on their feet to try and put a stop in their plans. Mm-hmm. If anything, something will probably give uh, Matrix-wise with the Technomancers and the backlash from massively experimenting on them. Mm-hmm. but I don't even know if that would be enough, you know? Yeah. It's like three or four other of the megacorps are going to have to come together to ruin MCT's day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least that's how I see it. Or at least two megacorps and one great dragon. Uh, or a couple great dragons. Great dragon. Or a couple great dragons. Well, therein also lies the problem. I mean... Their magic research division is already strong enough to hold off Ryumio, or at least keep him in check. So, but what knows? about Ryumio and Lothlair? Come on now. I mean, who knows what they've got cooking in those Two magic dragons? labs? Most ambitious Two crossover. Dragons, I don't know, man. 
holding off one or keeping one at bay is uh, an oppressive feat all on its own. That's fair. Plus, getting Ryumio to work with another dragon is difficult, especially Lafweir. The greater good. Well, will they see it that way? Is the, the problem. greater good? Sorry, I was late. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think of this shadowy organization? Abbreviations, many, too many. They do have a lot, and that goes to it's show the, how much the they're right hiding. Amount. No, wait right a minute. Yeah, it's it's too obfuscated by all of the acronyms for me to even figure out how to get into the front door of this company. <laughs> well, when you get into that front door, make sure that you have uh, a badge that says that you should be there or else zero zone policy. Uh-oh. No, it's cool. It's like really, it, it's like its own really hyper-functioning ecosystem. That's scary, but they're definitely like a, a force to be reckoned with, which is cool. I think they are one of the forces to be reckoned with in the shadows. Just because they're on the forefront of so much of the important technology that is being used in Shadowrun currently. Scary. It is very scary when you think about it. Now, I want a protection force that's all mechanized samurai. Well, sir, you may be turning to Renraku then for their specially specialized security forces who are known as the Red Samurai. That's so dope, but also we need to steal that. <laughs> this, this company has to steal that. That's it. That's, that's my hot take. So with all of that negativity and, and terribleness, I figured there needed to be something to, to punch us up, you know. So uh, a fun little tidbit that I did find are the top 10 video games for corporate Ooh. drones in the 2070s. Now you mean like wage slaves? Yeah, I mean wage slaves. Oh, okay, corporate okay. drones. All right. Are you ready for the top 10 list? Let's go. At number 10, you have Life's a Bitch. <laughs> it it is a life management sim where the goal is to drive your sim family insane. Oh my god. So Sims. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Sims. <laughs> yeah. That's a bitch. Sims. <laughs> Number nine. Beat the market. It is a Zurich orbital trade sim. So if you like corporate trading and stock market stuff, what a fun game, huh? Okay. When you start, what was it called? Beat, beat the market. Beat the market. When you were saying beat the market, I was thinking of VR and Beat Saber, and I was thinking it's like <laughs> it's like you do you got to do corporate espionage to a rhythm. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I was imagining a side scroller beat em up mm. where you where you like punch stock. Yes. <laughs> rise, rise, oh. rise. <laughs> sell, 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 sell. Yeah, stock market crash. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good name for a finisher, right? right? Stock market crash. What's that? What was the, what was the <laughs> stock market event? The Black Black Wednesday or Black uh, Day or something? Is Black Monday? Black Monday. <laughs> Make that ten dollars uh, and you finish it. Let's go. Oh wow! I'm just imagining stock market crash being like uh, Colossus's ultimate from Children of the Atom. Where he mm. Jumps up in the air and then just <laughs> missile pile drives himself down. Oh. <sighs> Make it happen. Let's somebody make, make this game. All right, this all right, game is like... better than the game that you told us about. Yeah, <laughs> that game sounds like garbage. I want to play this game. Number <laughs> eight. Yeah, number uh, eight. Uh, uh, uh. Miracle Shooter. 
which is an <laughs> AR combat game. Where you play as an angel? Maybe. And Rem- you're saving people by sending them to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> With divine bullets. Oh, uh, no. It's like Postal, <laughs> but good guys. Are you uh, trying to say Postal isn't good guys? Uh-oh. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, remember. Uh, in... Guys, let me tell you about this little game called Hatred. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Yes, I have heard of Hatred. My God, that game. Mm. You ever want to blow off steam? Ah, that's something. That is mm, a that thing is you can that do. is a thing. <laughs> uh, but I, I was gonna say for this particular video game, it's unique in that it's an AR combat game, meaning that it's an augmented reality game. So, so it's uh, you, you guys ever see the movie Gamer with Gerard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, I got you under my skin. That movie has no reason for me to enjoy it as much as I do. Uh, <laughs> such oh, a dystopian ex- movie. It's exactly what it is. That's why it's so yeah. good. Like, yeah, that yeah. movie knows what it is, and it doesn't try to be anything, anything else. else. And nope. there's a musical number for, like, no reason. And it's yes. really good. Yes. Oh, man. Number seven. Fermat's last hermetic equation. This also sounds awful. Hang on, Tyler. I have a question for you. I need to <laughs> hang on. I, okay, I have a tangent on. real quick. What is your favorite nonsensical musical number in a movie? Whoa. Wow. Oh God. Off because I've I've head. I've got mine. So mm. would, um, would you would you like me to lead? Yes. Well, I'll please I'll, do. Yeah, yeah, please do, actually. Okay, so mine is um the musical interlude in Southland Tales. Which is um, if 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 you guys have never heard of it, I don't blame you. Uh, it it was the follow up movie from the guy that did Donnie Darko, and it is about um multiple reality and reality slash time travel. Wow! In in the wake of like super corrupt government funness, um, <laughs> but there's a part in that movie where just in the middle of the movie for some reason. Justin Timberlake is dancing around an arcade with a bunch of like USO girls um singing um all that I've done by the killers what? and it's fucking great but <laughs> man is it just like why are we doing this right now I figured out uh, my answer okay so that that is mine uh I, I give it to Southland Tales a fucking wacky movie wow this I had to look up the exact episode but Season six, episode seven of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Once, Once more, more with, with feeling. feeling. Yeah, you yes. could have. Yeah, yes. yeah. You, you, you could have just said the Buffy one, and we would have. No, 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 no. I would have. No, I, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to build it up, dude. That's the okay. Drama. That's that's fair. I, that's fair, dude. I I own the CD for Once More with oh, Feeling. Yeah. I I found it. I found it in a bargain bin at a local record store, and I was wow. like, yeah, absolutely. Wow. I don't think I have one just a random weird musical number Mm. yeah i don't think i can think of one off the top of my head yeah no i unfortunately do not have one take notes listeners easy hates music all right oh confirmed confirmed i'm not a fan of a lot of musicals i will say that oh my god it take it takes a lot you just punched tyler in the heart I I, I did. Uh, look, I will say that I do like some uh some Broadway productions. Like, I like Beetlejuice on Broadway. 
Okay. 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 Is that safe okay. face? Is that, that saving the, face? That was the one that was like, man, I would really like it right now if he said the Beetlejuice musical. <laughs> it's very good. It is very, very good. I yes. listen to Girl Scout a weird amount. When shit is getting hitting the fan, I'm like, when you're a Girl Scout, everything's gonna work. And it's a song about like how she's got pulmonary heart disease and uh -huh. she could die any moment by getting scared by anything. Yes. Oh my god, that is such a good musical. All right, easy. We're good again. Okay. The, the, as long the, as we're good the, again. The the unspeakable, you know, uh, noble forces, uh mysterious forces, <laughs> they didn't claim you this day. This joyous day. Uh where were we? We're at number seven, where we talk about Oh wow. Yeah. Fermat's, uh, Fermat's Last Hermetic Equation, which is a mobile puzzle game. Woo. That ain't bad. Uh, yeah, right? Not as good as a plethora of games we've said. No. Number, number six. Noir Confidential, an action <laughs> RPG set in a rebuilt retro future Los Angeles. Plus X Cyberdoubt? I, I, I guess. Doubt. Retro future? Like LA Noir, but like inside. LA Noir, but with flying cars. Cool. Could be cool. Yeah. Number five is Awakening 1949, an alternate oh. World War II setting where the Awakening happened in 1937. I mean, magic and World War II sounds like a very, very horrible combination, <laughs> like mass killings. Like I just imagine world it's like World War One, but worse. Even yeah, worse. Yeah. Yeah. Number four. Galaxy Ten. Real time strategy and civilization building. Oh, so it's Civ. So it's Civ. Yeah. Yes. Galaxy. It's, it's basically Civ. Civ I Galaxy. I see what's happening here. <laughs> Number three. The Saley Court. An MMO in an alternate dimension. You you want to be Fairies of summer or winter court. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that's the wow. Probably. Number two, Astral Dreams, Legend of Tenku, a Mitsuhama RPG. Oh, it's just about working at Mitsuhama? Uh, I don't know if it's wor about working at Mitsuhama. It probably, it probably is... A Japanese style RPG. Okay. Oh, okay. Because it's it's Astral Dreams, so I would put it in the same vein as like one of the Tales series. Ah, I was gonna say probably like a Persona like, like a like a slice of life with JRPG elements. Right. I could see that. And are we ready for the number one? I I really hope it's just Skyrim, like just. It's just the Elder, Scroll, the Elder <laughs> Scrolls, Scrolls 5 Skyrim. Yeah. For the PS34. <laughs> yeah. Coming to your coming to your Aries smart fridge next month. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is Run Run Runner, a shadow running MMO. Oh, okay. That's actually kind of cool. Although that's hmm, wait. I'm it's glad to second know that life. I'm glad to know that there's a world where the Matrix Online is still functioning. Yeah, <laughs> it has it has a, a life somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. It probably incorporates great stories coming from the greatest Shadowrun series to hit Tridio, Carl Combat Mage. Woo! Okay, oh, I'm in. Never mind, I'm back lost in. interest. Yeah, <laughs> back in. Let's go. Gross. 
Uh, but that's the number one game. Oh, yeah. Number 10 is the one that, that definitely made me laugh the most. Where it, it, it's Sims, but they just say it life's a bitch. <laughs> I, I love that. That's a like fun little Easter egg. It's Sims where the game is what everybody inevitably ends up doing with the Sims after eight <laughs> hours anyway. So yeah, they just <laughs> they, they just so true. Out. They just cut yeah. out the middle. Yeah, they just cut out the onboarding. Uh and of course, even in the uh far dystopian future that is Shadowrun, of course, there's a game in the top five that has to deal with World War II. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is an annual release, so <laughs> that's true. I'm surprised they didn't put in like Sixth World FIFA and fucking Farming Simulator 2070, like... De- Desert Wars 2. Yeah, you know how did how did Sixth World? I I find it sus that Sixth World FIFA didn't crack the top ten. Like... <laughs> yeah, there's not a. a... A sports game in here makes makes it kind of sus on the list. Yeah, like how is there not like an urban brawl game? Like, oh yeah, that would be cool. An urban yeah. brawl video game. I bet it would be AR. Yeah, see, I'm so... man. Bro, it's it's like adult laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it'd be like from um. It'd be like from Starship Troopers where you get shot and you have the yeah you got the electric <laughs> shock holding yeah, you on yeah. the ground. <laughs> you have the disabling vest on, so you're just you're out. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. I I like our list better. I like. And and again, number one, Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim is <laughs> is the correct answer. It'd be Elder Scrolls AR at this point. <laughs> I mean, experience... we already have Skyrim VR, so we're not that well, far off. Now you can experience an, an augmented reality everywhere you go. Instead of seeing the neon flash of signs, now it's the great stonework and materialization of magic from the dragons. You mean I can actually make 300 leather fucking pouches in order to maximize my blacksmithing in real life? Yeah, I can maximize my blacksmithing in real life now. Whenever you walk into a convenience store, you have to say Fusroda to have the doors open. (laughs) (laughs) This is the augmented reality that you've all wanted. Secret. Every convenient, every item in every convenience store is just cheese wheels. (laughs) Apples and cheese wheels. Do I want the nutty cheese wheel or do I want the creamy cheese wheel? Hmm. I'm going with cheese wheel light and trying to watch my figure. No, oh, every, every alcoholic beverage is either uh, n- the Nordic ale or the Nord mead or mm-hmm. skooma. Good old skooma. <laughs> Bar keep your fattest pitcher of skooma for me and my friends. <laughs> uh... Yeah, see, our list is way better. I'm just our list saying, is I, way better. Our list is way better. We'll have to put it out to uh, our listeners as well. Come up with your ideas for S- sixth, sixth World video games. Sixth World FIFA would just be better Blood Bowl. <laughs> Although at this point, it seems like anything's better than Blood Bowl 3. So. Ooh, <laughs> Bugs, bugs everywhere. What a bad game! All right, so. <laughs> what a bad look. 
It seems like uh, MCT is uh, probably up to no good, but you know, who's definitely to up to no good. I mean, they're traveling ah! the metaplanes looking for artifacts. Presumably, they're, come on. They're now. experimenting on technomancers, and they have become uh, one of the largest bloated mega corporations in all of Shadowrun. That's I feel like that's the crowning achievement. Think about that. They're the biggest mega corporation in Shadowrun. It is pretty impressive. How do you let something like that happen? Uh you go magic, poppycock, or Technomancers, as, they're not real. As Tyler would like to say, woolly wobblers. Wombly wimblers. Wombly wim thousands Wimbly Bimblies. Hundreds and thousands. That's the most upsetting fact of the night. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands. What are you guys doing? <laughs> How can you possibly count that many sprinkles, Tyler? It just makes sense to shorthand, okay? That's uh... <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Oh wow. All right. I think with that, uh, we can wrap up NCT. Do you guys have any final thoughts about this? nefarious mega corporation japanacorp no just uh seems pretty bad seems pretty bad seems bad bro seems bad yeah, seems bad man or maybe not i don't know uh, who knows in shadow run <laughs> it's Fuck, all man. it's all up to the eye of the beholder i guess yeah all right what guys. if what if what if mitsuhama is secretly like the japanese translation for Dunkelzon and he's been alive again this whole time and he's just uh, like trying to run a megacorp to help everybody well, i don't remem know man remember Dunkelzon is traveling the metaplanes as a cyber zombie he sure is so maybe they're trying to save Dunkelzon. well i i highly doubt that maybe easy they're trying to save Dunkelzon. i guess you can continue to hope but um, I'm going to go with a big fat no on that one. Pessimism gets the best of you. It does. <laughs> it does. This is Shadowrun we're talking about. Come on. How many yeah. upbeat, positive things have really happened? That's what I'm trying to change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the change, please. <laughs> All right, you guys. As always, I want to thank you for hanging out with us this evening but before we go if you would like to help us out and keep us going with more information for us to be able to bring you these sweet sweet lore then uh all you have to do is head on over to that good old patreon and that's patreon.com back slash critical underscore hits and when you join there just good old five new yen a month and you get all the bells and whistles you get the inside scoop you'll be able to listen to the worm talk episodes that we're getting ready to drop by the way guys questions are up for the patrons to answer last time i checked to be able to put together our next Worm Talk. I'm super excited to read those as soon as we get them. And of course, this will get you shouted out at the end of all of the future Sinless episodes and Sinless Season 2 is coming back soon. Be on the lookout for it. Come join our Discord so you can see when these announcements are made because that's where we generally 
share all of our sweet, sweet Shadowrun data with everybody else. Tyler, Austin, anything else to, to add for for this evening? Nope. That'll do it. Sounds good. You guys, give us your ideas for your video game top 10 list of the sixth world. And as always, we will catch you all on the next one. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to Critical Hits to use such names, logos, artwork, photographs, sound, audio, video, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Critical Hits in any official capacity whatsoever.